You are now listening to The Black Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this crazy world. I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. Welcome to episode 39. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was going around on Twitter this uh, this week. What's one line from Coming to America that you mm. always say uh, just all the time? All the time. Yeah, yes. I cannot believe it's one of them. Okay. Yeah. I, think, I, mean, I mean, fuck you too. <laughs> I think mine was. Yes. In the face. <laughs> I think mine is. Man, you ain't never met no money with oh, the Oh, yes. That's far I more s- frequent. I say that yes, all the time. You do. And you clearly, do. it has no place it in like any conversation. Anything. No, but it's just a basic you lying. You ain't never met no money with the king. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, how was your week? My week was great. I love having hump day off. I think every oh, yes, week should go that way. Say. Every week should be two days of work, day off. Two days of work, two days off. <laughs> two days of work. <laughs> They are. And you too can have such a week mm-hmm. if you, you know, shut it up, right? <laughs> Quit your job. No, well, not necessarily. Create your own. You know, you can. You don't have to quit your job. No, you can actually negotiate. You can actually work things out. Yeah, no, that's true. Now, yeah, my week has been my week has been um, great. Actually, more fulfilling because of that day off. Everybody on Thursday was like, I'm, I feel weird. Is this Monday or not? <laughs> yeah, word. And I'm privileged. My job is such that um, I was able to participate in like anywhere between four and six post-election healing spaces. That's and beautiful. I, and in a number of those, some of them were specific to the black community. Some of them were students and some of them were staff. It was amazing um, because... A few colleagues mentioned that, like, most human beings don't have the availability of all this positive and not just, like, you know, um, fake positive trying to get you to be um, accepting of what is. But, like, everyone is just like, yo, how are you? Let's check in. What are you concerned about? And so I was I've been able to participate in so many different levels of it this weekend, these last 10 days. I'm clear that I'm benefiting in ways that other people are not. So I'm just like able to process through a lot more things. I got my vacation coming up. I'm very excited about that. That's exciting. Very exciting. I'm going to be taking some time to sleep. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to rest. I'm grateful <laughs> for it. At the same time, I'm feeling a little bit torn because the stupid freaking coronavirus numbers are going up all across <sighs> the nation. And I was, I've, you know, I'm the guy that has to get out to go outside. So I go to Trader Joe's. I go to Ralph's. I go to Vaughn's. And then these motherfuckers is everywhere. They do not even care. People are everywhere. I'm a people person. I love being around people. But these last few months have reconditioned my mind. And so now when I go outside, even though people are wearing masks, I'm like, yo, why are you so close to me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why there's so many people out here? I don't understand. Is everybody stocking up mm-hmm. for, for nope. something that's to come? Nope. Or oh, y'all just think this shit is real? They shit just, is normal right now. Like, they just don't They're just sick of being at home. Everybody's out. I mean, if it, if I, I mean, if I cut them any slack, it's like, yo, you're running out of food. I get it. <laughs> you need to cut them to work. Shit is yeah, but, but getting kind of crazy in my house, too. But, but hold on. It's gotten bad enough to the point where today, I'm in the ice cream section, which I don't go to all the time now. But I'm in the ice cream section looking for the butter pecan. 
I come out the damn freezer, and this lady's like dead on my ass. I'm like, yo, what the? F- Why are you behind me? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, my ninja senses is off now. <laughs> she was right behind me. Like, I'm, I'm going in the same place. Little old lady right behind me. I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. <laughs> There's too many people out here. There's too many people. Yeah. Can I speak now? Yes, you may <laughs> proceed with your interruption. <laughs> No, people are people are tired of it. People are acting like it doesn't even matter. And it's not cool. Yesterday, I, I, I think we had... Well, I know today. Today, we're at pretty much 160,000 new cases today. Today is the first dip because yesterday, we were at 180-something new cases. 180,000 new cases mm. just yesterday. So... People just don't care. And Mm. in the cases that they are confirming are only a tiny sliver of the cases that are actually there because people who are asymptomatic or people who are who consider themselves to be subclinical, like, oh, I just have a runny nose. or I just have a headache. or I just have diarrhea. Like they just they don't they don't present to the hospital. They don't just go and get tested. The confirmed case number is lower than much lower. So whatever that contraction number. Yeah. Whatever that confirmed case number is, is like five. It's actually like five to ten times higher. The actual Mm -hmm. case count. Mm -hmm. People just don't care. And for me. I understand that it's a situation where 99% of people get over it and are quote-unquote just fine. We still don't understand what the long-term implications are, but let's just go with quote-unquote just fine mm-hmm, for now. Mm-hmm. Still, 1% of America is over 3 million people. We can't just be like, oh, only a 1% of people are going to get really sick and die. Mm-hmm. You can't put only in front of 3, <laughs> million, of people. 3 million people. But yeah. anyway, I digress. Yes. How... <laughs> I guess that it helps. To, uh, that's like a segue into how your week has been. <laughs> My week has been. It was rough. I had cramps a couple mm. days during the week, and now it was. It was those days were a blur. The children have been great. Their school this week was mostly great. We'll talk about that later, and. I got to watch Nia Andrews and Pegasus Warning on an IG Live concert that that they did, which was really good. Desert Nights hosted? Uh, Yeah, Desert Nights hosted. I don't know who that is, but shout out to Pegasus Warning and at Nia Andrews. We love them. Yeah. What else happened this week? What didn't happen this week? I was super excited and happy. I didn't even know David Chappelle was going to be on SNL, but that was fun. I appreciate Dave Chappelle because he kept it real. I was watching mm-hmm. the opening monologue and I was like, yo, he's going to tell a joke? Because <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this shit is dope right here. Get these nigga lessons. Get these nigga lessons, man. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids. So, there's always far more them damn kids shit happening mm-hmm. than I write actually write down. Mm-hmm. But something happened today after we were roller skate rollerblading and, and and biking. You was packing up the car. I had just sat down to take off my rollerblades, and I'm doing. I'm on. I'm on foot number two, and Sanai was with me. I don't know why she was still hanging around, but her bicycle was still there. Kyrie and Tatum had already gone with you to the car. I said, Sanai, what I need you to do now is grab your scooter and just like Kyrie and Tatum roll on over there to that gate and bring mama your scooter she goes "Mm, okay poppy but how about you do that for me (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm sitting down with my blades taking off. <laughs> I shouldn't even be walking right now. You know, okay, but how about you do that? <laughs> nah, man. Who are you? <laughs> What's wrong with you, child? A mess. What you got? You got something? Oh, okay, that was it. I don't have that much. <laughs> Um, Kyrie likes to eat. And so at snack time, he got, we, I gave them all a bag of, I think it was sun chips that I gave them. And so Kyrie, of course, finished his sun chips. He, he's always the first to finish eating. So he finishes his sun chips. Now I'm not in the kitchen watching the children do their snack thing. You know, never know where. <laughs> Hater. So <laughs> I was in my room. Hiding. So I don't know what happened, but the next thing I know is Tatum is saying, I'm telling. So Tatum comes running into my room to tell me that Kyrie slapped her. <laughs> Why did Kyrie slap you? You're not supposed to be laughing, but it's... it's <laughs> Why did Kyrie slap you? Well, I was just, he was trying to get some more. Um, And then Kyrie comes in, cuts her off and says, I just didn't want you looking at me. Apparently, <laughs> Kyrie had went back into getting another bag of chips because he was still hungry from his snack. So he wanted to sneak another pair, another another pair of chips, another bag of chips. And Tatum came in, caught him, and was looking over his shoulder like, mm, like, like D from What's Happening, <laughs> like mm, I'm gonna tell Mama. <laughs> So he decided that he was oh gonna cut her off at the passage and slap her. Oh my god! Back snitching ass, sisters. snitching ass, yo. To get his hands, yo. Right. So then, uh, the next day, Tatum comes running in. Mama, Sanai slapped me. Sanai slapping you too now. You getting punked, yo? Sanai, why'd you hit Tatum? Well, because she told me that the way I dressed the dolls was ugly. So you slapped her? Mm-mm. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Keep your hands to yourself, child. So we had to have a conversation. I had a conversation with Sanai about not hitting her sister. Mm-hmm. Then I had to have an actual separate real conversation with Tatum and tell her, you know, Sanai really looks up to you. Mm-hmm. So when you criticize her artwork, you know she can't draw. We ain't gotta let Everybody her know. Everybody know that, Everybody but just, know that. just you know, go little, with it. Look with it. <laughs> Find the positive. Yeah, what you doing? And that hideous thing that she shoved in your face <laughs> too close for you to really focus on anyway. <laughs> Get that shit in my face, yo. Let me look at it. So she, you know, she be dressing the dolls up in, you know, very eccentric kind of ways and so what eccentric oh <laughs> whatever <laughs> eccentric eccentric you know what i'm saying <laughs> should be looking crazy so she, she's like tatum don't you like it and tatum's like ew that looks bad yeah why would you do that <laughs> take that off and so, so now i just looked at her <laughs> where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblacksparkpodcast. Yes, I'm ready. Ask away. If you could make a rule for a day and everyone had to follow it, what would it be? Everybody sit down, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
so serious. There's too much noise. Mm-hmm. Um, if it had, if I had to make one rule for everyone to follow, mm-hmm. just for one day, it would be a day of meditation. If the whole world collectively focused their energies, things would shift dramatically. Oh, you're so sweet. No, I'm serious. There's empirical like... evidence okay. of, of various meditation, global meditation experiments around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, other things, I could choose other rules, but that's not the one I want. Oh, I, I, yeah. well, clearly this is your rule, yeah. so you do, yeah. you do you, son. Yeah. I feel like I could use the purge. That's not going to help. <laughs> I could use the opposite of the purge, which is, you know, don't kill your brother. But um, that's just today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just want to do it tomorrow. But so the meditation's still the same thing. It's just today. Yeah, but it has a it has a, a more lasting impact. Anyway, that's what I would choose. It would be like not just like a ten minute, five minute meditation. It would literally be a day dedicated to not just unplugging, but various forms of meditation. Maybe they would want to. Maybe they people need to. Obviously, we need to get back out into nature and reconnect mm-hmm. and get out of these concrete jungles. And so. You could choose that form, but it would have, it's literally an all day thing. Maybe it's a quiet retreat. Um, I know people who have benefited greatly for weeks after they have participated in a, like a, a week, a weekend of quiet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. retreat type style experiences. Um, and the lasting impact on mental health, physical health, emotional health is all empirically shown to have positive impact on people's lives. And so like for one day and not just crammed in on a weekend, you know, going back to the rat race, it would be like in the middle of it's freaking hump day. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? So, um, yeah, I just, think it would be, I just think it would be beneficial okay. to all. And the simultaneous activity of the entire human race con- participating in that I know has um, compounding impact. So, yeah, I think it would be cool. Cool. Yep. That's it. Nice question. Thank you. Welcome to the Black Spark Speech. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. So it's a little bit difficult trying to be inspiring mm-hmm. every week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, 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 it's challenging. And I also don't want to be repetitious mm-hmm. or on the show. You know. Yeah, and definitely not inauthentic, right? Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. the last, like, few... I've had... It was, I get inspiration all day, um, throughout the day, throughout the week, but, like, I don't always remember it or write it down. And these last, like, few days, I've been like, yo, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> like, shit is kind of... Mm. But when I reflect mm-hmm. on what I have been through and when I reflect on what I'm going through and what the world is going through and what I have, not just physically, but in terms of human beings available to me, like there's tremendous opportunities still. Mm-hmm. And so what I will say is that while the emotional, physical, mental well-being goes up and down. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day. Every night I do practice just being grateful. But, you know, when the, when, that, when the negative self-talk finally calms down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this shit is actually kind of cool, <laughs> right? And so I just saw something that reminded me of this when I was on Instagram earlier. No matter how hard life can get, go to bed grateful for all that you have. And that just puts you into a different space, uh, different energy as you 
shift into the dream state in which your body and your brain processes what happened all day and you begin to create what the next day is going to look like. So practice it. Um, I know when I was doing my 40 day mind fast, thanks to Michael Bernard Beckwith years ago, there's this thing called a gratefulness rampage, right? And so you literally just spend time writing down and thinking about and appreciating all that is of benefit to you in your life. And so you can do mini rampages for like a minute. You can do, and part of why it's called a rampage is because we have all this ready available energy to smash stuff. But how much, how often do we spend that same energy and direct it towards loving and appreciating things? Mm -hmm. And so if we allow ourselves, give ourselves a space, at least one time you go to bed, like settle down now. (laughs) Just chill. Let yourself drift into the dreamland in a positive space. I mean, I think that's the thought or intent behind bedtime prayers. It's not just to ask God for something, Mm. but to be thankful Mm. for all that you have and and specifically all that you don't have Mm -hmm. because there are plenty of things that you don't have that you should be very, very thankful for. Yeah, I could have a lot of things. I'm glad I ain't got it. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that was the thought behind that. So if you pray, pray. If you want to do a rampage, rampage. Mm -hmm. If you got journaling. Yep, yep. All that kind of stuff. Sounds good. Yep. Cool. It's Nia's need to know. It's, it. Nia. it's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. It's yes, my turn. You know what? I think this week they don't need to know nothing. You know what? There ain't nothing to know. Nothing's just going be on. Just grateful. Grateful for your life. Okay. Ain't nothing grateful. going on. <laughs> Shit is cool. So pancakes. <gasps> pancakes. Crips. I prefer crips. 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 So the white nationalist Nazi Proud Boys descended upon D.C. today to uh, protest the results of the election, I guess. And so they had created a hashtag on Twitter, Million MAGA March, which, I, yeah, exactly. Wow. So disrespectful. You ain't got nothing to your own. <laughs> anyway, Damn. the wonderful K-pop stands and TikTok kids came through in the clutch as they always do and just flush that uh hashtag with pictures of pancakes oh. <laughs> rainbow pancakes gay ass pancakes blue pancakes for flipping shit blue blue pan- blue pancakes with the names of the That's states that flip blue funny. on there just like pancakes all so every time you go to million mega march it's just a just tons of pictures of pancakes so oh. that they couldn't communicate well with well each played other. so it's beautiful well beautiful. played the White House is actually planning for a second Trump term, even though he lost by exactly the same amount as Hillary lost by last time, which he called a landslide. So anyway, they are not they are planning a budget for next year. They've threatened anybody who is in the administration now as an intern or whoever that if they catch them looking for jobs, they're fired immediately. <laughs> They've not, they're not sharing the presidential daily yes. briefing with the incoming transition team. They're not even allowing for calling it a transition team. So they're not giving them any information. They're not in any way working towards a peaceful transition of power. So there's that. Did, didn't he post? I saw somebody shared it a little while ago about how he posted. He tweeted about how he, if Biden won, he's just going to leave the country. He said that a long, long time ago at one of his rallies. So he should just go. He should just go. 
So (laughs) (laughs) this crazy man is also alluded to denying um, denying the vaccine to New York City or to New York State, actually, when it comes out, because (laughs) Governor Cuomo said that whenever the vaccine comes out, he's going to make sure to do his own testing of it as well before uh, before giving it to. New York the human beings are, because yeah. he doesn't trust that you know anything Trump touched is going to be good and so Trump said well if you're not going to be giving it to them right away then we just won't give it to we won't give it to y'all at all so you know there's that child he's a child speaking of New York City New York City is probably going to be closing schools again because coronavirus is out of control as we have said actually this Friday the 13th made exactly eight months since we've been shut down we shut down on Friday the 13th of March And now this Friday, the 13th of November, made eight months and we are miles away in terms of the case count and death count. But, you know, people still acting like ain't nothing new. Florida Governor DeSantis has drafted a law that would allow citizens to kill looters in an expansion of the state standard ground law. The law would allow armed citizens to shoot suspected looters or anyone engaging in, quote unquote, criminal mischief to businesses. So it's the Wild West? Pretty much down in Florida. Florida. You're just looking shots because somebody sus- you suspect somebody. Yeah, just more license to kill black people. That's what that is. Black and brown people because a lot of black and brown people in Florida. Tuberville, Tuberville, whoever the, this new football coach idiot that they replaced, Doug Jones, civil rights attorney oh, in, in Alabama oh, <laughs> as man. senator. So now we have instead of a wonderful Democratic Senator Doug Jones, we have Senator blah, 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 Tuberville, Tuberville football coach guy. And he doesn't know what <laughs> he doesn't know what the actual branches of government are. He said the three branches of government are the House, the Senate, and the Executive. Oh. So this is who y'all want, Alabama. This is who y'all want. Eighty percent of those who died of COVID nineteen in Texas county jails were never convicted of a crime. Dang. To top it off, inmates in Texas have been deployed. <laughs> Inmates have been deployed to what? Empty the trash? No, to help with the bodies that are piling up in El Paso. The medical examiner's office is overrun with corpses. And so they got, you know, the enslaved convicts Mm -hmm. (laughs) to come and Mm -hmm. help with that. Even though, you know, Mm -hmm. they're dying disproportionately. But, you know, who cares about convicts? That's where we are. Or or rather, imprisoned, non-convicted yet. Well, no, the county jail people are the ones who weren't convicted yet. I think these inmates are actually in federal or or actual mm. convicted in state prison or whatever. Anyway, neither here nor there. They shouldn't be helping out with stuff like that if y'all are not going to be paying them. They need to be paid. Anyway, the killers in Georgia of Ahmad Aubrey had petitioned and asked the court if they could actually get bail. Mm. And then? You know, there's no bail when you murder people. Okay. So, so they just decided that they would ask. It came to ask. <laughs> we, we, we do follow that rule. <laughs> the judge, y'all, y'all can, you can hook me up. You can hook me up. No? Okay, all right. Luckily, this time, the judge denied the bail. So thank God Luckily, for that. We shouldn't have to do... Anyway, speaking of Georgia, Georgia Tech students, staff, I don't know. Anyway, Georgia yes. Tech created a tool to help us determine the likelihood of encountering someone who 
is positive for COVID-19 based on your location, your state's numbers, your county's numbers, and how large the event is that you're planning on attending. Mm. So for instance, Los Angeles has been doing this drumbeat trying to act like they opening up schools. Mm -hmm. So I put in the numbers, 25 people in a group in Los Angeles, you know, What's the chances of one of them, at least, not just one of them, at least one of them, so it could be more, at least one of them being positive for COVID. And it's between 27 and 46%. Mm -hmm. So that would be every class. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So why would we take that risk? Mm -hmm. So luckily they've decided to kind of put the kibosh on opening the schools, but we'll see. They'll be back to drumming it up come January. So this will be a constant fight. If last winter wasn't hard enough, I don't know what... People are thinking this winter is going to be like, it's going to be terrible. Last winter, we had the horrible flu and then we had COVID on top of it. Like we actually had a really bad flu last fall and winter. And then walking around hacking it like, yes, and myself included. (laughs) And then COVID came around then, too. So people were still like, oh, this is a long flu season. And Mm -hmm. then people started dying and we realized, oh, that's not the flu. That's probably not the flu. So, okay, so I got through that. Slow down. So, to celebrity news. Oh, God. (laughs) Buster Rhymes almost died, y'all. Oh, my God. Yo! (laughs) He had a wonderful, heart-wrenching talk with Van Jones about how his son didn't want to tell him that he was afraid for his health because Buster Rhymes was snoring really loud and not being able to actually breathe when he was sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the whole story, but he went to the doctor. They found polyps. And he had um, 90% of his air passage was occluded with Mm. these polyps. So he could have just passed. Passed. So that's why. I mean, thank God for the polyps because that's why he's super sexy again now, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. He got into that gym and now he's a Hulk. Okay. He bulking and hulking again. Yes, bulking and hulking. Yes. Congratulations, man. You can put him back on your list. Because remember years ago, I was like, yo, yo, your boy Bust. Um, you might want to take him off the list, baby. Yeah. He he was off the list for a while. He's off the list. But yo, that new album, The Wrath of God, Extinction Level Event Two, Fire. Adai's been listening to that. I have to check it out because Adai's been jamming through the house. I mean, I love love Bust. So like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) me too. Oh God. Singer Jeremiah is in the hospital right now in intensive care on a ventilator because of COVID-19. He is not 50. He is not 40. He does not have a bunch of underlying conditions. He's just a regular old 30-something-year-old healthy singer. Probably a weed head, but you know, who knows? I don't know these things. But anyway, that's what you would consider healthy, but he's not really doing too well. He's not doing well. That sucks. So let's all say a prayer. Yeah. The real Aunt Viv is in the Fresh Prince reunion that's going to be on HBO Max. So we saw a picture of Will Smith with the real Aunt Viv and the other Aunt Viv. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I did see that. Yeah. What's for you is for you. Even if somebody comes in, you know, they kick you out. Somebody else comes in. They can't replace you. They can't ever replace you, boo. Yeah, because there wasn't no beef between the two of them. No. Yeah. No. That was beautiful. I can't wait to see that. The freshest. (laughs) Another show that came out, Jingle Jangle. I had to do my, we had to do our black civic duty and watch the show <laughs> that everybody else is watching Rep this Sweats. Shout out to the podcast Rep Sweats because they talk about being, about representation in the media and what it's like to be a, an Asian American and a black um, American in 
this world navigating all of this shit. It's like, yo, I got to support it, but I don't want to. I don't even like it. But yo, I, gotta I, had to it. Do it. I had to you do it. You got to do it. Show for the people. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. I don't know why it's considered a Christmas movie, quite honestly. I, I don't there know was why you snow keep saying that. There was snow and, and it was, was set. The setting was Christmas. So was I don't it? Understand. Because I didn't see anything about Christmas. Love. I don't want to spoil a plot for people who ain't watched well, it. Well, there was mistletoe. Was Maybe true. I just missed the Christmas part of it. It was a critical part. I went, look, I only saw the first 30 minutes. And Maybe, I understand well, I it was missed, a Christmas movie. I missed the first 30 minutes. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, uh, what were you, you? It was in the same room. I wasn't watching it for the first time. That's the problem. <laughs> you see y'all what I got to live with? How you, how, this is the same person who fell asleep watching The Matrix twice, wasting my money when we was dating. <laughs> wasting my money. First of all, it was The Matrix 2. The Matrix twice. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Ivy narrated the book Hair Love, which is wonderful. Wonderful black excellence. Good for her. Yes. So Cardi B came out with a new sneaker line with Reebok, and she got hit with some cultural appropriation because a cover of a magazine that she did was representing, uh, she was depicting a Hindu god, Hindu goddess, Durga. And so she's sitting there holding the shoe and she's got the eight arms and stuff like this Hindu goddess. And so the Hindu people came for her a little bit and was like, sis, that's really not cool because our Using goddess. Using for your shoe, yo. Yeah, our goddess. First of all, you don't wear shoes in Hindu temples, number one. And she oh, wouldn't God. be, <laughs> she wouldn't be doing this. So Cardi B apologized, but good. that was a, which is definitely good. That was a part of a lot of cultural appropriation that I have been witnessing these past couple of weeks. And so that's that's what I want to talk out talk about for this week's send off, because thank you, Cardi B, for apologizing. Truly appreciate it. Recognizing that what you say or do or how you're depicted might be taken in a not so great way by the people who are actually a part of that culture. Mm -hmm. But it seems like some people don't do that. Very much. You think? <laughs> a bunch of people. So don't our kids' art teacher. There's a, one art teacher for the whole school, and everybody does the same art project <laughs> throughout Every the week. week. Uh -huh. Just you know, different grades each day. Mm -hmm. And so a couple weeks ago, they were doing Islamic art, mm -hmm. and so they had to bring different geometrical shapes and just kind of do cool things with them, which was great, right? But then as she's talking about it she said some slick shit uh, do i have to mention yes the answer is yes if y'all are mm -hmm, asking mm -hmm. the answer is yes mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. she said some slick shit, <laughs> she said some slick shit. <laughs> the slick shit that she said was yeah you know it's really easy if you're a muslim woman during covid because you don't even have to wear a face mask your face is already covered no yes 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 the caucasity just, oh wow! Mm. Mm -hmm. So then this week they were doing Native American totem poles, which problematic, but they're doing Native American totem poles, and so there's a space for you to draw your Native American self, and then there's a space for you to draw something else. And in the middle, she says you're supposed to draw your spirit animal. And you know, if you don't know what your spirit animal is, you can just go on Google and find out. You know, you can take a quiz. So I had to explain to my child today mm -hmm. why you don't have a spirit animal, boo-boo, mm -hmm. okay? 
we are not Native American so far as we can tell. Mm. And even if we are, we are not close enough to that, to that culture, nor do we practice Native American spirituality mm. in any shape or form mm-hmm. to be able to claim any particular animal as your spirit animal. So if you want to go ahead and draw whatever your favorite animal is there, by all means, definitely go and do that. But we're not doing spirit animals love. And, and we're not about to Google it and expect we're not that about that's going to be the exactly. authentic response. We don't Google people's cultures and expect that that's the all. That's yeah, the, like, no. That algorithm be- is not in touch. <laughs> that's the be all end all <laughs> to that culture, okay? This is why uh, we need to run back the encyclopedia. But anyway, mm, I mm. since I did Google and I did look and see that many different African cultures have spirit animals as well. Again, we do not participate. We, in this we do not practice any yes. of those spiritual spiritualities. Um, spiritualities. So mm. we don't have spirit animals, love. So he said he likes lions. I said, boo. That's you. Put a lion in do there. It. Roar it up. <laughs> but this cultural insensitivity, you know, I just want to say for the send off, I want all of us to have the caucasity of a. Uh, <laughs> Art teacher telling you to Google your spirit animal. I want you to have live your life with the caucasity of hipsters in Brooklyn. Just just moving in. Brooklyn's mine now. Brooklyn's mine now. Just moving in and calling the cops on people who've been playing their trumpets mm. at 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. since 1942. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just want you to live your life. With the caucasity. Why you don't why you don't have I'm in milk here in this bodega. <laughs> <laughs> can I get some can I get some tofu? Did y'all watch Vampires and Vampires of the Bronx or whatever versus that's the Bronx. Vampires versus the Bronx? Did y'all watch that? Okay. I want you to live your life with the caucasity of a white evangelical preacher oh my calling on the spirits of mm. Africa and South America. Angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. So I want you to live your life with that level of caucasity. Like they told us that everything that we worshipped and everything that we did and all the ways that we lived were demonic and horrible. But when you want Trump to be reelected president, y'all calling on our ancestors? The hell, man. So you know, just you know. I, I think it's really freeing, though. Like, it must be a stress-free life to just live and just not care about <laughs> anybody. So yeah. I really want y'all this week to live with that caucasity. <laughs> just okay. do it. Be free. Be free, y'all. Be free. free yourself of the bondage of giving a shit about other people's <laughs> cultures. Okay. Just live your life. Yeah. Call on the ancestors from the Nordic Yes, Nordic yes, and the yeah, and give, and give the, me some druids. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Oh, I love it. Spark it up. Spark it up, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that dumb shit. Respect other people's cultures. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark 